Hello and welcome everybody to That's So Funny. Today's guest is the musical Nina. She is a streamer, a unicorn enthusiast, and a digital artist. You guys can find her on Twitch and Twitter at the musical Nina. Also on Instagram at the musical Nina. Nina, thank you uh, for coming and welcome. Thank you for inviting me, and I'm definitely a unicorn enthusiast. <laughs> I know you are. Oh, I was so I I told you I was like I I'm, I'm like what am I gonna put in her? Because everyone that I've had on so far, or other than one person, has been a streamer, and I'm like that's so. It's kind of boring to introduce everyone the same. I want to, you know, tell them something unique, and that is very unique about you. I know you love unicorns. Um, you even have a separate Instagram for unicorns. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. That's uh, <laughs> I actually unicorns of the void, and it's because I have named each of my unicorns that I have the stuffed animals. It's like eight or nine of them, I believe. Or oh no, it's uh, hold on, wait. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> oh, hold on, I gotta count. So. Uh, Sadie, Jeremiah, Sprinkles, Philbert, Roberto, Jamie, Goldie, Simon. Uh, I think, actually, I think it's eight. I think okay. you're right. I think, uh, I think, I thought I had more than that. I think it's just because I'm so used to just being like, I have so many unicorns, but I guess it's just really only eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I was looking on that Instagram and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like you go around, you know, different places and you take pictures with them. I think that's yeah. very unique, and I mean, people obviously love unicorns. Um, have you ever seen the movie Dodgeball? I think I have. Because there's, yeah. because one of the characters in that movie is obsessed with unicorns as well, and uh, the main character walks into this, this girl's house, and he's like, holy mother Mary, or something like that. <laughs> it's like her whole <laughs> living room is, I mean, it's inundated with unicorn paraphernalia, and it's... It's 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 kind of like scary, but it's also like oh that's cute. <laughs> that's honestly something that I would do. I feel like I would have a room, not not necessarily the living room, but like a secret room that has like oh yeah a million unicorns and the walls are pink. I mean hell, no my my, wa my room looks like I walked into a Pepto Bismol <laughs> bottle because the walls are so pink. My sister's my the room. same way. Her room her her room turned out Pepto Bismol pink. And to be honest, I think that's there's nothing weird about that because like. There's the whole idea of like the man cave, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like it's the same thing. It's whatever you're, you know, passionate about, and it's there's nothing wrong with unicorns. It's not like it's it's not something bad, you know. It's not like oh yeah, yeah. these are my pictures of you know uh, something weird. Like oh yeah, this is uh like these are animals that you know like about to go to the slaughterhouse or something. It's like why do you oh, have God. pictures of this up? Like what is going on? But no, like unicorns are really cool. Uh, the the Instagram I didn't know you I I, I heard I saw Unicorns of the Void and I was like what Does, is she part of a team and then then you had like all the names listed I was like oh this is a separate Instagram account because what I what I did is uh I was like Unicorns of the Void so I typed that into Instagram see if it was like I didn't know if there were like uh you know like they have stream teams on Twitch yeah. I didn't know if there were like teams like that on Instagram because mm -hmm. I'm not the biggest Instagram knowledgeable person <laughs> yeah right um. Something else uh, that I found out from Instagram, though. You are obsessed with peanut butter M&Ms. Oh, my God. Okay. So it got to the point. Like, okay. So I was talking to Wolf. is Wolf Adelic, um on Twitch, one of my uh, really close friends. I'm actually. And uh, so we were having this conversation because he's from the UK and they don't mm -hmm. have peanut butter M&Ms over Wait, there. Wait, what? 
or they they they'll they'll have okay so they'll have it in like small quantities but it's super super expensive because it's imported from the u.s Uh and so like i get this big bag for like six bucks it's like Mm -hmm. a huge thing and then i'll eat the entire thing (laughs) yeah and so for the family size bag (laughs) exactly and so it's like family size jk just finina (laughs) and so basically i had to uh stop eating them for a while because my teeth started hurting oh because my i had so gosh. much sugar on my teeth even yeah. though i was like brushing my teeth yeah it was bad so i haven't eaten peanut butter m ms in like a month and a half i think so how <laughs> how often were you eating them uh too often because i mean <laughs> like, i've gotten cavities before but i've never had my teeth just hurt uh yeah so i think let's see i got Let's say say I got like one of the packages it on a Monday. Uh-huh. I probably finished it like by Wednesday. Okay, I, I, okay, uh, that, that's actually way way less frequent than I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna be like, I was eating a bag a day. <laughs> no, uh, have you ever heard of Mountain Dew Mouth? No, I haven't. So this is a, terrifying. Well, it's a real thing because oh, and it happens in a state very close to me called West Virginia because I live in Virginia. Mm-hmm. What happens is. It's a really rural place, and instead of giving their babies milk in a bottle, they'll give them Mountain Dew. What? Yep. And then they get addicted to Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. And they drink it so much that it changes the pH level in their mouth, and their teeth rot and fall out. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that, it kind of reminded me of that when you go, yeah, I was eating peanut butter M&M so much that my teeth started to hurt. And I'm like, oh, my God, she has peanut butter M&M mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. That's terrifying. So, it makes me not want to eat anything sugary ever again. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I could nope, see that. Can't. No, I mean, yeah, and it's all it's all about, you know, doing it in, in a the word variation. No. You have to moderation. do it every moderation. That's the other word. Um, but no, it's, you know, as long as you don't eat a bag every three days, I think you'll be okay. You know, a Nina-sized bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying not to because I realized how bad it was. Like, I didn't realize how bad it was until I mentioned to Wolf that my teeth were hurting. And he's <laughs> like, it's probably because of the M&Ms that you're eating, like, every other day. I'm like, oh. I, I can see right. Wolf and now. Went away. I can see Wolf now. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna do his voice, but he's, I, <laughs> I I just know I can see him being like just very you know he's he's super nice and you're you're obviously very nice and he just doesn't want to hurt your face like it could be just maybe <laughs> the huge bag of M and M's you know that has more sugar than I've eaten you know this year just saying <laughs> it could be I'm not, I'm not certain <laughs> we're not married to the idea but like you know just. Just throwing that out there, you know. Um, I've, I mean, is that so? That's without a doubt your favorite candy. Um, I think. Well, okay. So because my teeth started hurting from it, I kind of got turned off to it a little uh, bit. Okay, so now it, so bad taste in your it, mouth. Okay. It, it's mostly been. Um, I think my favorites are Reese's and uh, Twix, but I don't like the the tiny Re- Reese's. I like the. The full-sized yes. ones because they yes. have a different taste. No they one do. Me, but no, I'm 100% with you. Yes. Well, and then I did. Have you tried the Reese's Big Cup? Yes, I have. And it's those and I'm like, awesome. oh, see, I hate those. That's funny. Do you really? I hate them. I tried one. I was like, oh, that's the because the ratio to me is off. I'm like, oh, they yeah. nailed this original that has the perfect amount of peanut butter to chocolate. 
Right. And then, I mean, the small ones are okay. I can eat those. But the big ones, I'm like, oh, it's way, it's, I think it's too much chocolate for me. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because um, you, you wouldn't think that there would be a difference because they're made by the same company and they're supposed yeah. to be the same flavor. But they really do have different flavors. A, like the three different, different sizes have three different flavors. Yeah. And even, yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> and even like the holiday ones, like the pumpkin Reese's, the Easter Reese's, you know, all like the Christmas tree Reese's, all those yeah. have different flavors because they don't quite get this. They don't quite have the same ratio. I think all the holiday ones kind of taste the same because they, yeah, they, 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 they have a thinner coating of chocolate, I believe. But Some, something like that. But they're, those are good. I like those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So uh, something else I wanted to talk about is. Uh, I mean, just in brief, we can tell everyone how we met. Because uh, I think we met, we definitely met on Realm Royale, and I think I met, uh, I met Diamond Dan. Yeah. And then he knew you? He followed you, I believe? Yeah, I think so. And he invited me to play with you and him one day on, on stream, and I was very skeptical at at the beginning because up until that point I had had some pretty mean people. Oh, and then you uh, meet me. In oh, chat. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, no, I <clears throat> I had had some pretty mean people come into yeah. my chat be like, "How dare you decline my offer?" blah blah blah. Oh blah. my gosh. And, I saw something like that today. Ugh. Yeah, and so I was a little skeptical and then once I was finally playing with you guys, I was like, you know what? You know, why not? I'll just give it a try. Oh, and so yay. I did. And then, and then. It worked here out. We are. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that's so funny because at first, I, you know, I was obviously like really mean to Dan, but it's, it's all, it's all out of love. Like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, oh, you're so bad. <laughs> it's like, but it's, I don't truly mean it, you know? I would never do that to you because you're so nice and you just do it to to all the people the other people yeah. except for me. Well, I I I don't <laughs> think you would respond well to it. You would be like I don't like this. <laughs> well, you know? it would it would depend like if it was at the beginning yes. I would have been like, "Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, but it, but now I'd be like It's just Oh, new. I suck. Have you seen your aim lately? Oh, Come there on. You go. Um, no, I well, I saw speaking of uh, that I saw, I think you retweeted it. I think someone else I follow retweeted it as well. That guy, uh, on Twitter talking about like girls stealing his viewers. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, I, I just, I don't know. I've never, I've never gotten that like, that 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 idea. I've never gotten into that sentiment where it's like, oh, I'm a, you know, I have, I have three viewers. All these girls are stealing my viewers because they have boobs. I'm like, no. I'm like. That's it, not how that works, honey. Your content just sucks. Exactly. Not yours. You no, know what I, mean? I know what you're I mean, saying. Like those no, guys, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> they're, just... they're not putting the correct amount of effort and and whatnot into making quality content. They just think, oh well, I have a webcam and this, I can be a streamer, which is true. But if you want to be successful, you have to actually work at it. Like a lot of the women streamers that I know, we all work really hard to achieve what we have which may be not a lot maybe maybe some and well it's much I mean, harder really gotta, yeah and it's much harder yeah because we have to deal with all the trolls mm -hmm. i mean a lot of a lot of men do get, get it's, trolls not, it's and, not on the same level though 
I don't yeah, think. Yeah, it's no nowhere near on the same level. They're I've never had someone ask for feet you... pics at all. Exactly. <laughs> I've never had exactly. that happen. No one's asking you or or to touch your elbows oh, together. Oh God. Oh. Or uh, to to dance or like well, I mean, do like specific like yeah. lewd dances on a stream. Or it's no so one's called weird. you like. I I had at the beginning um, because I started streaming with Minecraft. That has one of the biggest trolling communities. Yeah, because it's a um, bunch of little kids. Yep. Yeah, it's a bunch of young kids, and so, but there were um, a bunch of people coming in calling me pizza face and you're ugly, and they were they were like, oh, are you are you a girl, supposed to be a girl and uh, Jeez. You know, all this stuff, and I was like, I mean. I'm sorry you feel so insecure in yourself. That's definitely that what it is. You have to make fun of me uh, to make yourself feel better. <laughs> I hope I hope you get more confidence in yourself in the future because yeah. there's no reason for that. Like it's just unless yeah. you're like teasing your friends and you I, know I was, that you're teasing. Yes, I was gonna say that. Like, like I've I've talked to my friends like that, but they we're, we have a rapport. You know, we're obviously friends. Yeah. And. Uh, Doing that to a stranger is just like, I don't, I mean, I don't get it. I've never done that to a stranger ever. I mean, yeah. I've, I have like taken some risks before. Like, it's typically with dudes. I think it's very different with women. I, it sounds sexist to say it like that. Like, I treat men and women differently, but it's, it's not, it's more of a sense of sensibility thing. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the same stuff I would say to, you know, to a guy that I just met that I would say to a girl, mostly because. I don't know. Most women that I that I've met have reacted differently to, to certain things. You know, like I wouldn't be like, I don't know. I can't think of a specific example, but I wouldn't be as lewd right off the bat. Now, if yeah, I, it's more of a respect. It's like yeah, it, with guys, uh, you you can kind of assume, and in some instances, that they'll be more open and whatever. Because a lot, because <laughs> a lot of men are, they're a lot more oh, open yeah. and to that kind of joking. Women like tend to. <clears throat> be really put off by that kind of thing in the beginning. Um, at least personally, I I can be because it. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, why why are you making that kind of a joke at exactly. me right now? We just met. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Definitely, it just depends on the person, really, though. I agree. Because some some women don't some some people don't care. They're just like, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah. But now, um, <clears throat> yeah, to, to close that off, I will say, I think some people are just. Like you said, very insecure, and they they're obviously sitting behind a keyboard and a computer, so they don't have to deal with the real life repercussions. And they're just immature. Yeah. I hate. It. I I don't know. I I hate it because I I've been in streams when people come in and do it, and I'm like, what the f- like, what is wrong with you? I just, yeah, like, what's the purpose? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you gaining out of this? Like, you're just trying to make like like you said, you're trying to make someone else feel shitty so you can feel good about yourself, and it's. Mm-hmm. And it's almost ultimately, it's like I almost feel worse for the person trolling because I'm like, you've got to be like, bad, you know, you've got to be somewhat depressed or something. Like you have to have the worst self image to do this. Yeah, I was, yeah, I agree. I feel, I feel bad for for people that do that sort of thing because you just, it, it's one of those things because I know some people who have done that, and I know where their mental state is and how they feel about themselves. And I just kind of want to hug them sometimes, but I know that's not possible, but you know, if people, God, if people were just nice, like what the (laughs) hell? Like, ah, Oh, that makes me so mad sometimes. But anyway, (laughs) and well, you're really big on that. And and that's one thing I actually commend you on is I think I, I think I told you this once you take your, you have a very Kristen bell approach to the world. I don't know if you know her, like, 
her outlook on life, but she basically, by the end of her life, she wants to bring in much more positivity. She like, or just nothing by the end of her life. Every interaction she has, she wants to bring a positive note into the world. You know, whether it be mm-hmm. the interaction she has with a cashier or her husband, her kids. You know, whatever. You know, no matter how little the relationship is she has with that person, she wants it to be positive. That way, because there's so much negativity in the world, and she's trying to like, you know, at least get it more to a positive note. And I think you're. You, you have that same demeanor where it's like, I, I'm just going to be nice because there's no point in being mean to someone. You know, even you now sometimes, yeah, I think you have to be mean. It's like, just like get out of my face, you know? <laughs> but yeah, you got to, def- I got to defend myself sometimes, but certainly. And that's a totally understandable. And at that point, I don't even think you're being mean. It's just, you're just, you're, you're just matching them to like get them away from you. Um, yeah. But no, I think, I think that's very commendable. It's very respectable. I, it's I I I've been trying to be more positive. Sometimes it's very hard for me to be positive about something because I'm just like, nope, this is dumb. Especially if it's like road rage or something, I'm just like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Can't be positive. You should not have a driver's license. I think that a lot of what it was is that I grew up in a very small town mm-hmm. and it was a very very conservative like Christian town mm. and and we like I was always taught like. The best is like the like they, it says you know the best is yet to come. Uh, everything will be better tomorrow. It's gonna be okay. Like that's like the mentality. At least in my area, that's what, how it was. Okay. And uh, and so growing up around that has made me, you know, have that kind of a mentality. Like everything's gonna be okay. You know, even if you don't think it's going to be okay, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, if you're nice to people, they might not be nice to you, but you'll you'll be I guess the, the better person in a way. No, I know. Yeah. And, and I was having this conversation with, with uh, Wolf the other day. I was like, sometimes I feel so fake because there are be people, there will be people that have been really mean to me and have, or, or have like wronged me in some way. And I've tried to forgive them and whatnot, but whatever they did still bugs me but I'm still nice to them. Like I'm still polite to them. I don't like, I'm not like just going out of my way to be mean to them. I keep my, if I have any negative thoughts, I like tell, maybe tell Wolf or whatever, but I'll mostly keep it to myself because there's no point. Like I can, I can, I can bitch to myself or bitch to Wolf all I want. And I, but like it, I saw, let me see if I can find it. I saw this, um, this picture from tumblr it said just because you're angry doesn't give you the right to be cruel yes yeah and i've definitely been that way before by the way and it it, not great memories about it by the way it doesn't you don't feel better like the thing you saying you may be fake you know you may you may feel fake for being nice but i think in the long run you'll feel better about that interaction even if you even if you i mean even if you were being fake quote unquote it's it's a it, you're being fake to be nice to someone like is it really that bad of a thing, you know? Yeah. Um, because I've definitely like like what that image said is like I've definitely been angry and been cruel to people and it doesn't feel good. Like you you know you affected them in a bad way. Yeah. It doesn't feel good on the inside. I tell you that. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like <laughs> sometimes I feel like it would be much better without if I didn't have a 
conscience, <laughs> but oh, yeah. I'm very thankful that I have one because God, I can't imagine like how terrible I would be. The without world would one. be a terrible place. Oh my gosh, we didn't have. Con- I, like, mm, yeah. If everyone, if everyone, if we just lived on our impulses, this world would have died a long time ago. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. want, I want that thing. Well, I don't have enough money for it. I'm just gonna steal it, or I'm gonna rob this place. Like, if we lived on every impulse, it, it you know, it's like. Not that I've had that impulse, by the way. But. No, I mean, even if even if you had, like, I mean, I feel like everybody's had, like, that moment where they're like, oh, I could, it would be so easy to just. Dealing, take, I think everyone's this, had that impulse, yeah. Yeah, or, like, my, my, uh, my sister, she actually, um, she walked out of a store one time with toothpaste, and she didn't realize, she didn't even realize, because she was just like, she, I don't think she got anything else uh-huh. at the store. She had just been looking at it, and then she forgot to set it down, so she walks out to the car. She gets there, and she's like, I didn't pay for this toothpaste. And so she, like, runs back in. She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't pay for the toothpaste. Like, like they're coming the, to get her? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't. But they, I don't think anybody even noticed. I don't think the yeah. alarms went off. Nothing happened. But but she still was like, I'm so sorry. Like, and I didn't mean it's to. It's like, and what, a $3... <laughs> Three dollar thing of Two Face, if, yeah, if, if, if that. that, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's it's funny. Uh, but yeah, I think people should just try to be nicer to everyone, and not like, and not in a fake way, because I think you can definitely tell when it's fake. I actually, that's one thing that I pride myself on, and I think you could pride yourself on. I'm not fake on stream. I don't. Yeah. I see these streamers, and I I, I understand that they are running a entertainment thing, and it's like, but sometimes it's like they just go over the top, and it's like. Oh my gosh! It's like thank you. It's like you don't really like this is this is your tenth resub in the last two minutes. Yeah. Are you really that? And I don't know. It's just like I don't think you have that capacity to be like that. Now I have met a few people that I'm like, okay, you know, I could see the like it just oozes out of their pores. Like mm-hmm. you are like that all the time. You yeah. know, like you're you're on you're on like you know. You've turned it up to eleven. You're always that hyper, whatever it may be. But yeah, um, some people just get fake in the wrong ways. I think being fake, like in the instances you've mentioned, are totally fine because, like I said, you're going to come out of that interaction feeling much better about yourself because you didn't retaliate and stoop to their level, basically. Mm-hmm. So. I think you'll be fine uh, being fake to the to the haters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to talk about the games you've been recently playing because there's one game specifically that you have been playing with friends that I really want to play, and I just haven't gotten around to it, mostly because I just have a backlog of games I want to play. Mm-hmm. That game being Stardew Valley. Ooh, I love that game. <laughs> and you recently tweeted that you love farming games. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you give just give me a quick insight to what how Stardew Valley works? Because I don't, I I think I understand it, but if I I, I you know just for the listeners too, like what is Stardew Valley? Okay, so I'm I'm still a little bit new to this. My okay. friend uh, Red Red Shard Four on Twitch, she uh, is the one who got me interested in in the game, and it's kind of a farming sim and it's also this is going to sound weird but it's also a little bit of a of a dating sim too mm-hmm. i've way, seen you guys have, i say that have families on it too yeah 
you can have a family, but you can uh, marry some of the people in the game. You just have to give them uh, gifts and, and, and talk to them a lot. Basically, okay. like, get to know their character. And then if you wanted to marry their character, then you can, like, propose to them or oh, whatever. Cool. But what, what's cool about um, this game is most farming games don't have seasons, I've noticed. And it's just all, you can grow all the crops all the time. And some of them take oh. longer than others, but that's it. But in Stardew Valley, you have seasons. So you go from spring, uh, I, and then you, it changes to, I think, is it fall next? Yeah, spring. No, oh, spring, spring, summer, summer. fall. See, I, even in real life, <laughs> I don't know the order of the seasons. But anyway, so it's like spring, summer, fall, winter. And at the end of each season, all your crops die. So you have to oh, wow. um, replant new crops for the next season. And it's different crops usually because you can't grow some crops in some seasons. And do you get older like throughout the game? Uh, no, you actually don't get older through the That's game. That's weird. Is, which is what Red, yeah, Red said that you. I don't think you get older. Um, there's another game that she plays, Harvest Moon, that you can get older and complete the game as an older person like if you've played it for so long. Um, but with Stardew, you uh, say that, stay the same age. Um, or, or you, like you don't show that you're aging, as far as I know. Red says that you, like you don't become an older person <laughs> in the game because everybody else stays the same age. So that'd be kind of weird if you were aging and everybody else wasn't. Like a, it's like, oh god, they're all vampires. Like <laughs> some like bad movie, you know? It's like you're in this like, like the Truman Show or uh, like kind of like a Black Mirror episode or something like that, where it's you keep aging, you know, year by year, but all the other people stay the same age and. You stole. You slowly start to realize that God, that would be freaky. That would be terrifying. I, mm, I, mm, and I don't do well with horror things either. So. Oh no. <laughs> that no, no. Like Red, uh, was playing. What's that? There's a horror, new horror game, or it's not necessarily new, but it, it was free to play recently, and she was playing a horror game, and I had to dip out when they were, you know, saying. Did you watch uh, any of it? I. I I tried to. I tried to stay, but then there was an image. You know how they say adjust it so you can barely see whatever's oh, in the yeah, box? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So there was a really creepy-ass thing in the box, and I was like, nope, can't do it. And I dipped. I was like, I'm sorry, Red. This is this is like where I leave. I, I love you, but. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I left her. I was like, I'm going to try to leave her on Lurk, but I'm going to turn the volume all the way down so I can't hear her screaming because she was jumping and stuff. But Was it Layers of Fear? Yes, there we go. That's okay. what it was. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what it was. I just pulled up playing. a Twitch channel really quick. No, Layers of Fear is actually one I haven't played. Um, <laughs> I played this game with my friend called Outlast. Now, if mm -hmm. you want a truly scary game, get her to play that. Oh, I don't, I don't know how scary or unscary Layers of Fear is, but I can attest Outlast is horrifying because oh God. the premise is you're a reporter, a journalist, mm -hmm. whatever. And in the first one, you hear this story about this insane asylum, and like like it's abandoned supposedly. I think That's basically like the insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's great. And you want to go investigate it because you want to get like the scoop on it. You know, have the big story. So you break into this place. Smart. Then you can't get out. Oh, good. And there are you know some patients still there. And you start to like uncover things. Well, the really part, bad part about it is you cannot fight. All oh, you can good. do is run and hide. Oh, good. And 
be there are some npcs that will chase you mm -hmm. um and it's it, absolutely terrifying oh well it gets worse oh god <laughs> it's dark in a lot of these places mm -hmm. so the only way you can see is by holding up your camcorder with the night vision on and you have to keep finding batteries to keep it powered. Oh, God. And, yeah, it's... Now, it's pretty solvable because the way the... Uh... Like, you can actually speedrun the game very fast because there isn't a lot to do. It's You know, it's, it's, it's a game made to play on your fears. And so a, yeah. lot of, a lot of the game time, for most people, is spent, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, uh, oh. Uh. But you could literally, if you were just like, nope, this is a video game, and just like ran through the game, I think you can beat it in like eight minutes. <laughs> it's oh, it's really? it's insane. But yeah, because it's it's not a lot to do. It's a lot of you know, it's a lot of it is like the game time is people literally spent moving super slow, peeking mm -hmm. around corners, like where where is it? But you know, it, that's how you would be in real life. You know, you're not yeah. you're not you can't run like if you know if you memorize the map, you can run through the dark and not worry about it. Yeah. Um. There's actually a uh, there's actually a an achievement for beating the game without using your camera the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh. And I thought that was pretty cool. But no. Uh. Yeah. Scary games. I'm not. I. I don't think I'm as bad as you, but they get me pretty bad. I'm like, nope. I tried to play this one game where it's called uh, Emily Wants to Play. That sounds terrifying. Well, I just imagine a little small girl being like, "Come play with me." It's worse than that. Uh, oh God! <laughs> you are a pizza delivery driver, and mm -hmm. you show up to this house to deliver a pizza. You walk in, there is no one there, and you see like you'll see like you see like a clown like in like like a like a toy clown, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like sitting on the floor. You'll see like a stuffed bear, and like you go to leave, you turn around to go leave out the door, and it closes, and then you. So what I all this is how far I got. I wandered around. And, you know, time is passing. I walk into the kitchen of this house and the laptop is out with the pizza delivery thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like it shows like, oh, your order is on its way, like it's a pizza tracker. And then the lights go out in the kitchen. I hear I hear a door open like, a, a, you know, like goof. Like it was one of those like uh, saloon doors. Mm -hmm. And then I hear. I hear something crawling around on the ground. I'm like, nope, I can't play this, guys. I was like, I refuse. I, it's I, like, nope, nope, nope. I can't. I was like, I cannot. This is too real. Again, this is another game you can beat in like eight minutes if you, if you just push through it. And what's, and that game is really cool because there's like four different like things trying to kill you. Mm -hmm. And when they find you, again, you can't fight, but you have to do something specific to get them to leave you alone. Like one, mm -hmm. you have to look directly at it and just stare it down. Another one you have to, I think, turn your back. Uh, I don't know. There's like four different ways to like battle them, like without fighting, fighting them. But mm -hmm. I remember one in one of the rooms, you like walk in and you see something like behind, like move behind the couch, and then you look back there and there's nothing there. I'm like, I can't, I cannot do this. It's too real. Yeah, I, I, no, no, I. Just, just thinking about it freaks freaks me out. Like because. I always told, I tell my family, it's like, I would be so good, so good at writing scary movie scripts <laughs> or horn, horn, uh, like novels or even, even like a script for a game, like scary game or something. I'd be so good at that. 
Well, at least the first eight I'm pages. I'm scared of everything. Like, <laughs> at least the first eight pages. Yeah, <laughs> then you're right? like, like too scary. I can't continue. Yeah, like to <laughs> give you an option. It's like, do you want to turn back now? <laughs> like, oh, give yeah. them a fail safe. Like <laughs> you can always eight pages in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a horror movie, but you always have the out. <laughs> it's yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, there's there's a running car. Have you seen that? Have you do you go to the movies a lot? I not not necessarily not. Hem, 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 hem. Sorry, the English isn't working. It hasn't fully downloaded yet. Um, uh, I try to, but I haven't recently. So I was trying to say. I see, I see this commercial. It might be on TV too. There's this commercial. Uh, I believe it's for it's. I think maybe it's for a cell phone company. But it's like these four people are running through like a cornfield at night, and mm-hmm. you can tell that they're running from like a mass murderer. You know, like a leather face type character. Mm-hmm. And they get to this. They get to like the the yard in front of the house. They're like, uh, "Let's go hide in the basement." No, let's go hide in the attic. And this one girl's like, "Why can't we just take the running?" Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it pans over and there's like a running car. I'm like, yeah. "That is so great." And then this guy goes, "What are you crazy? Let's hide behind that that wall of chainsaws." Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> it's like that's so, that so perfect. That was such a well done. That was such a well done advertisement. I was, I sat there. I was like, "Wow, that was actually really good." That yeah. was, it was really good. Yeah. Well, because that's how the, all the horror tropes are. It's like, <clears throat> why are you hiding in the attic? You're either gonna have to jump out a three story window and you know probably break something, or yeah. you're gonna have to go through whatever's trying to kill you. You know, there are some good horror movies though where like they make good decisions, and I really like it. You know, a game you should try to play because it's not horror. It's not like you know, super horror. It's a mm-hmm. lot of suspense. It's called Until Dawn. Until Dawn. It's only on PS4, though. Do you have PS4? No, I don't, unfortunately. Dang. Well, if you ever do get one, try to play this game. It is really cool because what it is, the whole premise is, like, this girl dies at, like, this uh, ski ret- ski resort or something or, like, a mountain resort. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's with, like, eight other friends or something, and they all go back a year later to, like, memorialize you know kind of just regather themselves well then you get to like change between the characters and make decisions Mm -hmm. so like it's like oh do you want to go you know upstairs you want to go downstairs and then most of the time it kind of leads you in a certain way but there are like critical decisions that you make where that character could die and what so like what's really cool is all you get you get to play all the different characters. All of them can die and all of them can live. Huh. All based so, on your decisions. Okay. And That's actually pretty cool. And it's it's kind of like suspenseful. You know, I, there was a couple of jump scares that got me, but overall it's just really fun because you know, you you get it's a really story-driven game too. Like there's a lot of dialogue and you you know, you find things out about everything and at the end of the game I was like what really killed me is at the end of the game, everyone's alive. I'm like, yes, I got this. And then I have to do this one thing, and I mess it up. And I'm like, no, and this person dies. And I'm like, what are you kidding? Like, I was so mad because <laughs> I was like, I saved. I was like, you know what? In my head, everyone lived. I was like, I, the last thing I had to do messed up or, you know, I messed it up. That's not mm-hmm. fair. I, it wasn't that I made the wrong decision. I had to do something in the game that I was actively doing, but it didn't. it didn't, like, detect that i was doing it i guess correctly yeah and i was like oh man i was like that's that's a bummer 
Oh, and and the people in the game are played are voiced by real life actors, like uh, really? like Hayden Panettiere is one, or Panettiere. I don't know how to say her last name. The chick yeah. from Heroes or Hero, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, Rami Malek is one, I believe, the guy from uh, Mr. Robot, or he played uh, he played Freddie Mercury in the mm-hmm. Queen movie. But a lot of them are like real life actors, and they what they do is they model the characters in game after the real life actors. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Also, The Last of Us is on there, and I think you would love that game. The very yeah, I've I've seen The Last of Us. I haven't played it, but I've I've seen it, and yeah. I've thought about playing it, but I'm like, mm, it's only PS4. I don't know. It's only PS4. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I thought I saw it. Oh, it must have been like the story version of it or something was on Xbox. It might. They might have. I don't. I to my knowledge, it's only PS4. I know it. I know it's only. It's a PS4 exclusive. I mm-hmm. don't know if like Xbox, you know, made a deal with Sony for the first one. They might have. I I could see that. Uh, that's not unheard of. But no, those games are great, and they're both they both have suspenseful moments. But it's not like it's not you know paranormal activity scary. Because that's a, yeah. that's like the scariest thing for me. But I think those are really <laughs> fun. They're not as as cute or you know wholesome as Stardew Valley. Or Slime Rancher. <laughs> Wait, what? Rancher? What did you say? Slime Rancher. Have you ever played oh, Slime Rancher? Oh, I watched. There's this guy. Uh, his name is Brown Man. He uh, he has like one of the highest Xbox uh, gamer scores, and mm-hmm. he he used to work for Rooster Teeth. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yeah. Okay. He used to work for them and like make content on their YouTube channel for this group called Achievement Hunters, mm-hmm. and. He he was there for a while, and I, and his name is his name is Ray uh, Norvarez Jr. I believe, uh-huh. and uh, he he plays a lot of games, a lot, and he he was playing it. Yeah, it's like you like you farm slime, like like these slimes are alive, but you like raise them kind of like a herd, like a cat, like cattle and stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you have to find them in the wild, and you can, like, crossbreed them. So, like, one that looks like a cat and one that has spikes, you can, like, crossbreed them. And so now you have a cat that has spikes, and it's going to kill you, basically, if you don't feed it. Because oh they get gosh. angry. They, the, spi- the, sp- the crystal slimes get really mad if you don't feed them. They'll, like, they, they, they make spikes on the ground, so you have to be really careful. Because you have to, like, have an auto-feeder that uh-huh. feeds them from the outside. Because if you go in there, they are going to injure you. <laughs> so... Oh my gosh! It, it's cute, but also there are parts that, like, actually, it's not like scary. It's just like you know that the slimes could hurt you, but yes, it's it's not as it's not scary like uh, any of the horror games. No, no, it's no, just no, like, yeah. oh, okay, I should probably avoid uh, my health going down, kind of a moment. Exactly. Um, speaking of trying to kill you, you recently went to England. Did the food? <laughs> did the food try to kill you? <laughs> no, no, it was it was really good. It was it was so good. I. I okay. Let me tell you, English cheese is amazing. Really? I and any. I think. Well, honestly, I think it's any cheese outside of the U.S. because ours is so processed. Even the organic stuff is. It's just not. It's just not as good. And I, I've tried because I I've tried the a bunch of cheeses now from here because I'm trying to find the so, something that's half as good as just the regular cheddar from the uk like i but i can't find any i haven't found one that's that's good yet it may be that it's just like the excitement of traveling and stuff but i it honestly doesn't taste anywhere near the same 
to me. Um, and it's because their cheese is actual cheese. Yeah. Well, I had a, and ours is neon orange. <laughs> I, yeah. I had a friend go to Canada. Um, and I've never been out of the U.S. Uh, so I've only ever eaten in the U.S. But when he went to Canada, he even said, like, their McDonald's, is com- it tastes completely different. Oh, because yeah. they yeah. don't they don't they use like different oil they use you know i think they get their products from a different place so yeah uh, it, their ketchup tastes weird like, <laughs> in, in the uk well it tastes sweeter and I, uh, I i i couldn't like the entire time i was there like i had i had mcdonald's a few times while i was there just because out of convenience and i usually like ketchup on my fries but i just just the ketchup is just so gross to me <laughs> it just it's too it's sweet it like, they, is actually sweet and i don't like it it doesn't taste like ketchup from here do they call which it probably means it's healthier but whatever <laughs> do they call it actual ketchup uh it's ketchup because um, in australia don't think, they don't call it like tomato sauce yeah in australia like they call that. it tomato sauce and i'm like you're insane <laughs> they did say they they have told me that Tomato sauce is not supposed to be ketchup. They're like, it's actually just tomato sauce, and we use it like you guys use ketchup. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, what all? Where all did you go while there? I saw, I saw a few of the photos. I don't know exactly what those places were called, but like, what was like one of the coolest places you went? Um, I really liked the Buckingham Palace because we went and we got to go on a tour inside. Oh wow! The Buckingham Palace and. That was really cool. Everything looked like, because you know how you see in movies, everything's gold plated in gold or, mm-hmm. or like everything's fancy and oh, like I, I say old timey, but for us, for them, that's like normal, you know? Yeah. It's um, so like the, like you see in Downton classy. Abbey, like, yeah. yeah, you see in Downton Abbey, the, the way that they design the homes on the mm-hmm. inside, it was like that. And it wow. was, it's just gorgeous. And like these grand rooms, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was amazing. Uh, we didn't get to see, <clears throat> excuse me, we didn't get to see all of it because we just went on a tour of uh, part of the palace. Um, but it was it was definitely an experience, especially since we were on an audio tour. So it was super quiet. Like I took my headphones off for a second and I realized it's like a silent disco. It was just silent. Oh, that's really cool. <clears throat> I, and, I didn't uh, even know audio tours were a thing, actually. <laughs> Yeah, they give you headphones and a little iPad, or not an iPad, but like a little touchscreen thing. <clears throat> I guess that helps keep and it quiet. Exactly. So it, it keeps the disturbances mm-hmm. down, um, which is nice. And uh, I was, Wolf was there, um, and he he had to, like, we were in the middle of the tour, and he really had to use the restroom. He's like, I don't know what to do because we are, like, in the middle of the palace, and there's not a restroom in sight. So he goes <laughs> to talk to. <clears throat> one of the guards and he got to use one of the restrooms that was off like not necessary not for like people to normally use not for you peasants yeah (laughs) and he said and he said that the the um the bat like the toilet paper was like um and the hand towels were felt like silk almost oh my gosh He was like, it was, he was like, that was so cool. And I was like, you should have kept, like, you should have, like, take, like, a, like, like a, a picture or, like, yeah, take a piece of toilet like, paper with you. Take a yeah. piece of it, like, like, so that you can be like, Still this is towel. from the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got a corgi from the gift shop. So, oh, that's like, cute. one of the, like, a stuffed one. Yeah. Um, I don't, they weren't selling real animals, I don't think. Oh, <laughs> no. They wouldn't have let me take it on the plane, unfortunately. Could you imagine? 
like, oh, we have animals for sale <laughs> oh, <laughs> at God, Buckingham Palace. Queen, oh, they're, they're cute. They're so cute. Oh. Um, you also went to a place that I'm pretty sure it's the same. Have you ever watched Parks and Rec? Yes. Okay, have you watched the whole show? Yes. I right, remember Andy Andy ends up, Chris Pratt's character, ends up going to England, and at one point he's talking with April, and they're up in like that clear like elevator-looking thing. Mm-hmm. You and Wolf went there, right? Oh, the uh, vertical pier. Is that in, what it is? Yeah. Yeah, in Brighton. I think that might be what that was. It looked the same because it's high up and it's it's that got that glass like window with the silver handrail behind you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like pretty sure it's the same thing. That that's just really cool to me because I'm like, you went to a place where Parks and Rec was re-recorded, you know? <laughs> well, it could have also been the London Eye because we went there also, um, and it it's the. It looks the same, like the okay. uh, handrail and the glass. They look the same. It just the vertical pier is like one big uh, capsule, and then the London Eye is a bunch of little ones. And vertical pier goes straight up and down, and then the London Eye obviously goes in a circle. Um, oh, okay. The the weird thing about the London Eye, and and Wolf said this too, is that you basically have to run and jump to get on it. What? So so like okay so that the, they don't stop it they don't stop the oh the, the spinning of the eye so it it just goes slowly like it takes about thirty minutes to get fully all the way around oh okay so, so it's, so, it's like, going it's pretty slow like, yeah it's not going super fast but like if you don't like go when they tell you go 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 you're not gonna get on it because the the, the capsule will go right past you <laughs> and uh. And I just thought that was interesting, and everybody was like, "Oh God, we're gonna have to jump." So we had to, like, I mean, we didn't we didn't have to jump, but it was it was one of those things where it was just felt slightly dangerous because <laughs> it was right over the the uh, what is it the Thames? It was right over the Thames. I think that's the correct river. Um, so if we missed the capsule, we'd go into the water, and it was just you know, <laughs> it was only slightly stressful, but it it was it was definitely safe. It was just one of those things that you just yeah, expect to have it's to going do. it's going slow enough to where you know you can be somewhat confident, but it's it's also a little concerning. It's like hey, this is doesn't stop. You know, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have to this make a little bit moving. of a <laughs> exactly. I don't like to jump onto moving things very often, but I guess I have to. Yeah, um, like, unless I can't get my money back, so I guess we're doing this. <laughs> now, was the language very different for you? Because because I I talked about this on my last stream. British people use different words, uh, especially the c word, as mm-hmm. like they use it much differently than we do. So it's not taboo like it is over here. Um yeah. And I I personally have a problem with that word because I I don't know I think it it's not like historically disenfranchised or anything. I think America really just like when we first started, we were like, oh no, you can't say that. You know, we we've always been like a little more conservative than other countries, I believe. Which is weird that we've kind of, I think it's kind of flipped. We started off more conservative and then it's like, no, it's America, you know, and now it's like the party country. I don't know how to explain it, but was that, was that like a thing over there? Like, not that, did... well, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Can... No, you just go ahead. Well, okay. So, um, how Wolf explained it to me is the, when people use that word, that's when you know that someone's angry at you. They don't just, throw that word oh okay out like it, it's it's one of those things where you that i mean it's not it's not taboo but that's how you know someone's angry okay. like that's how you know someone's really pissed off and, interesting uh, and it's uh 
I think, and I think, the, uh, English, okay. I think that one of the reasons why um, a lot of, especially women in the U.S. don't like that word is because it's used uh, negative, negatively towards uh, women because mm-hmm. that's another word for um, female genitalia in some in some places and people will call you know you that if you decline them or you reject them or oh, something definitely, like that yeah. <clears throat> and so uh, that's I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of women don't prefer that word exactly um, yeah and in in the UK um, it's just I mean, that's just how you know people are really angry from, from what I could tell. And, but I, I didn't hear it the whole time I was there. Oh, really? Okay. So, yeah. So it's not like people go around calling people calling people that just for the hell of it. Like, I mean, it's one of those things that you have to give somebody really mad, I think. And it's also, it depends on the people that you're around. Because, like, Wolf knows that I hate that word. Yeah. And so he doesn't use it when he's around me. So, cool. so it, you know. how long were you there? <laughs> Uh, 16 days. Oh, wow. You were there a long time. Okay. Yeah, so, it was fun. <laughs> was there like a specific mannerism or, you know, piece of dialect that you did pick up on that you were like, oh, I could use this, you know, kind of like put yourself at ease over there? Uh, not really. I think, I think talking to Wolf a lot before I went kind of acclimated me to the language just because. I mean, obviously it's English, so I could understand it perfectly. Mm-hmm. But some of the words, um, like, like naff, naff is like stupid or like, oh, that's like dumb or you know, uh, or instead of saying a, a little or partially or something, they say a bit. A bit, you yeah. know. And so, so I've noticed, and since I've been talking to Wolf, I'll pick up on stuff like that. And it was not even on purpose. Like I'm not even trying to. It's just I'm so used to hearing him say it that. I started saying it. Yeah. And so when I was over there, I noticed that my, I just kind of, my language kind of adapted. So I started, I didn't like have an accent, obviously, but I uh, did use a lot of the, what's the word, vernacular? I think that's the correct word. Um, And one of uh, Wolf's, Wolf's mom, one of, one of her coworkers, uh, you know, I went to to see them, and the first thing she said to me was like, "Oh my God, you're from America, right? Let me hear you talk." And I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> is this how English people feel in the U.S.?" Like, they this do a hundred percent. I was like, "This is awful. I don't like it." <laughs> um, because I told someone, I think I told Dan or one of my buddies explicitly, who you've never met. He uh, he's British and he put a lot with me in the first year that I streamed. But then he got a girlfriend and a job and. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't have time for me but no um <laughs> <laughs> it's also like the time difference but yeah yeah uh, he was telling me that I, I think I, I think i told him like oh your accent's so cool to me i love it because he, he's also he's like from london he goes like he, he says bruv a lot and i'm yeah. like that's, that's so cool to me he goes we think the same of you guys i'm like you think the same of america he goes yeah you guys have cool accents i'm like no we don't it's plain <laughs> it's so boring yeah, exactly it's so boring <laughs> Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And But I think everyone thinks that about their own language or their own accent. It's like, oh, of course this is boring because you hear it all the time. Yeah, you grew up with it and in I, most cases. I, it's, it, it still doesn't register with me that people think American accents are cool <laughs> because yeah. I don't know what it is. I think English or English and American accents, they feel so 
bland. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is this is how I talk if I'm a robot. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you, you know, but I, even though, even though like, uh, all the like GPS and stuff like are typically in like British accents or whatever. Um, yeah. I changed my Siri to, uh, a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 British woman or British man. Uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, I did, I did woman. Okay. I don't know what it is. Maybe I like women to help me more than men. People, people definitely uh, when I so I worked for a clothing company for the longest time, mm-hmm. and mostly women shopped there, and I was pretty good at my job. Like I knew like what stuff looked well together. Not mm-hmm. that I have good fashion, but like I knew like oh this looks good with this. Mostly because like they kind of curate the outfits, you know, at the place. Yeah. And people were like, "Is there a woman there?" I'm like, "I mean, I can you can call back. I don't. I mean, I know how to help you." <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, people just, they make assumptions. It's just well, sexist assumptions. To be fair, though, dudes typically don't have the greatest of fashion, especially with, I mean, with women, women's clothes. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's not, if it's not your, like, area, then it's yeah. a little different. But I'm like, you know, I work here, right? Like, I, like, I obviously work here for a reason. But, I mean, I understood it. You know, I'm like, I get it. Like, I can't, I don't wear these clothes, so it's a little bit different um, to talk about. Uh, but, yeah, one last thing I wanted to talk about. You are big into like doing arts and crafts and obviously digital art as well. Mm-hmm. The digital art, you recently got into doing that, right? Right. And I, I've seen that you, you made all of your emotes. Did you make Wolf's emotes too? Yeah, Wolf's as well. And uh, what about anyone else? Uh, <clears throat> John Wick GT, Vicio, Sicario. Um, I made his sub badges also. Okay. And Wolf's sub badges too. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Um, what, was it like real life art that inspired you to get into digital art or was it like you saw people doing emotes and you were like, Oh, that, that looks fun. I like, I like to draw like, you know, cute stuff or what? Yeah. I think that it was mostly cause for, for years I've always wanted to do art and I didn't have the capability to do like physical art, if that makes sense, like a uh, pen and paper or pencil and paper because I would erase too much. And mm. so I noticed, I was like, what if I did digital art? That would be so much better because I could just do CTRL-Z, easy, it's over, it's yes. done, it's erased, and it's good. And Or I could do layers and like experiment with different styles on the layers and pick which one I like instead of having to erase everything yes. at the time. And, and so I, that's kind of how I got into it. <clears throat> and I was honestly really surprised um, at how... I don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to sound vain when I say this, but I, don't, I, I didn't, I, <clears throat> I didn't think I would do as well as I did. No, because yeah. Because I was, I was surprised. You I surprised yourself, yeah. Because I, every with every email I did, I got better and better. Which is, I mean, it's, it's you know how it works, but I, I guess I just didn't expect it, and I didn't expect people to like everything that I did so much. Because to me, it's like with my with when I do photography, um, it, to me, it's just. A picture like it's a great picture but to me it's just you know it, it's okay uh-huh. but to everybody else they're like oh my god this blows my mind don't worry not because not because they're naive or because they don't understand it's just because you've looked at your art over and over and over times, and over yeah. and you think it's repetitive oh, you yes. hand it to someone else and be like oh my god this is amazing because that's the first time that they're seeing it you know if you look at something a million times you're gonna get sick of it well, it's also something 
it's also something you made, and I definitely understand. I definitely understand being self-critical because mm-hmm. I'll make. I, I remember making like YouTube videos or something and being like, "Nope, this is trash. Like, not good. I can't. I can't post this. This is the worst thing ever." And <laughs> I would show it to a friend. They're like, "No, this is good. Like, I, it's informative or whatever. You know, whatever the video was about. They're like, you hit it. You know, there's no audio, bad audio. It's like it's a concise video, whatever it may be." Or just anything else. It's like, I think people are, especially content creators, are very self-critical because mm-hmm. there is always that thought in the back of your head. If I make this and it sucks, you know, that's how either all my content's going to be or how that's how all my content is. Or, you know, it, it's another failure uh, when you're trying to get so much success, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially for up-and-coming streamers. It's, <clears throat> it's like, oh... This sucked, so my stream sucks, so I suck. <laughs> it's like this like self-deprecating yeah. snowball, mm-hmm. and it, it just it doesn't feel great. But no, I definitely get that, and I think your emotes are very good. Uh, you know, especially since you just started out. In the uh, I haven't I haven't gotten to see your progression much because I've only seen I've only really seen yours and Wolf's. But mm-hmm. um, where can people find you to, if they want some emotes or sub badges made? Um, I am on Fiverr, so it's okay. uh, F-I-V-E-R-R dot com uh and i'm the musical nina so i'm the musical nina on everything makes it easy to find awesome that's what that's something that i've always uh wanted to try because i did i did it uh when i was a kid like 12 ish i i got all these drawing books and i really liked trying to do it my patience would wear thin though and you know trying to draw like an alien it's like it starts off with like some circles and some lines and then it just becomes an alien i'm like what where are steps four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Wait, you skip from four to fifteen in an instant. <laughs> and yeah. um, I mean, obviously, most of it was just like detailing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I can't do all this, but I I didn't give it enough time. Uh, but I did. I would do like that, and like I drew I drew a lot of Dragon Ball Z characters. I loved mm-hmm. that when I was a kid, and I mean, I still like it. But I I would draw those. I remember uh, one thing I would like to do is. Not like not to present it as an original art, but just to have it on paper was to like trace something from a magazine. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, that was really fun. But uh, you also do like real life arts and crafts. I saw you the other day. You were, were you? I don't want to get this wrong, but it was like you either you were either like cross knitting, crocheting, or something like that on stream. Cro- yeah, crochet? crocheting. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was crochet. I'm like I have no idea what the difference is. Like I, because I've said I've said it one time to someone else. They're like, no, that's not that. It's this. Because there's like four different things you can do with yarn and those little sticks, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you're you're putting it together in a way that makes it look cool. And you yeah. were make you were making a scarf for someone for wolf. Uh, yeah, I was making a scarf for wolf, and then I made a beanie after that. Oh, that's awesome. Um. Did you did you teach your? I mean, obviously you, you can teach yourself how to do that. Are there any other like real life things that like real life crafts that you really like get into? Mm, I think the main thing. I mean, well, crocheting has its season for me. I a lot of times I pick up crochet in September and I put it back down in January. Oh, okay. it just It's it's just kind of like a seasonal thing, like for a me hot because, chocolate month type thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because in in when you're crochet, trying to crochet a blanket in July, it's like ooh. It's too, it's too warm for this. I can't, you know, especially because of uh, where I live, it's just too hot in the summer to even think about touching something fuzzy and soft and, uh, 
And so I do, I like, I don't know, when I'm not doing crochet, I like to, I like to do like scrapbook stuff. I was going to say scrapbooking. I was like, I can see you scrapbooking. <laughs> yeah, for, um, I, I've done a couple of them, not anything too insane, but I, I just like being creative, especially like with my friends. I like to make them gifts for Christmas. So like I think that's one really year. Cool. Like one year, um, I think I was actually uh, dating the guy at the time, but um, he was having a really hard time like adjusting. He had just gone to college and he had a room to himself because he had applied late or something. So uh, he was by himself in a room and he was missing his friends and and he felt like really alone because he went to to college pretty far away from our hometown. And so um, I messaged all of his friends and I said, hey, I have an idea. And they all submitted um, letters to me detailing like what they liked about him and, and how they're thankful that they're friends with him. And they all sent me pictures of him uh, and them together. And I made a page for each of them. And then I rewrote um, the, it was for Christmas. I rewrote the, uh, the night before Christmas uh, poem to oh. like detail how I made the scrapbook and how they helped me. That's really and, like, cool. And, uh, and he he cried when he got it. He was so thankful. He was like, "This is amazing." And like, I like doing stuff like that for people because, you know, just in in just the other day, one of my friends like I I send her messages every so often saying, "I hope you had a good day." Like, because even though we're both busy adults and we don't get to talk all the time, you know, I, I like to send people those messages just be, to let them know that I'm thinking about them. And she said, "You know, I just wanted to let you know that that really meant." Oh, that means a lot to me and I don't know how to convey it in words, but I just wanted you to know that. And so yeah, well, e- even if it makes that kind of an Im- impact on someone's life, even if it's just a little thing exactly like that, it's, it's very it's thoughtful. It. It's, I mean, I, I remember my, one of my good friends, girlfriend, uh, for Christmas a few years ago made these, uh, really cool. Well, she painted them. She didn't make them. They were what they were there. I think they were like, beer growlers you know like uh like the big bottles of like the beer come in mm-hmm. um or they could have been wine bottles i can't remember exactly what type of bottle it was but they were they were bottles and she painted them with like this matte paint and then she would paint like a scene or like a logo on there and then yeah and and really nice like calligraphy would put their name and it was it's it's like a an, you know an ornament that you put up somewhere uh not like a treat ornament but you would sit on like a desk or something like that and they were really cool and i'm just like i would never in a million years think to do this for somebody not yeah not not out of like oh i don't think about that it's more so it's just i don't have like the the skills to do that i probably could do something like that but i mean it was very nice i'm like you could sell these you know like like you like you like you could sell this stuff that you make yeah and and what's really cool about art and and things things like that, that I I recently realized is that um, it's actually a quote from Bob Ross. He says, talent is a pursued interest. Mm -hmm. He says, in other words, anything that you're willing to practice, you can do. So if, if you, if, if art is something you really want to do, all you have to do is practice. You might, you're not going to be good immediately. Some people are, but you might not be good immediately, but if you really want to do it, there's no harm in, in, in trying and, because if you never try, you're not you're not going to be good at it. Like you're just going to be bad at it forever. Exactly, and that's <laughs> that's actually one thing with content, and like that was actually one thing with podcasting that I like struggled with for the longest time. I 
I have this thought in the back of my head whenever I make some or I start something new, I think I'm not as good as X person who like right. and it's like it's typically someone who has been doing this thing for years and I'm like I might as well not do it because, you know, my I can't I can't be as good as that person because I I listen to a few podcasts and I'm like, "Oh man, their podcasts are so good." Mm-hmm. I can't I can't achieve that. But kind of, you know, and that and that's why I just started doing it because Maybe I could be that good. I just have to give myself that opportunity. But it's still, it's still, you know, sometimes it gets to me where I'm like, I, I think my pockets have been good so far. That's not what I'm think, saying. But it's like, you know, when I'm, whenever I'm doing mm-hmm. something new, I'm like, nope, it's not going to be good. I'm not going to be good. I'm not going to do it. So, like, it's funny. I recorded the first episode of my podcast at the beginning of September. I didn't post it until, like, a month later. Mm-hmm. And it, that that whole time, I was just thinking, uh, I have to have the perfect name. I have to have the perfect whatever, you know. I need to look into it more. But I've since got more motivated about it because, like, kind of like you with your, you know, your crafts and your digital art, you just have to do it, and then you realize, oh, I'm getting better. This is getting better. Mm-hmm. And that's something you realize as you get older. I've noticed. Like, I'm only 25, but, like, when I, I've noticed the past, like, five years, I, I've grown up a lot, and mm-hmm. I've realized that everything my parents said was true. You know, you just got to try, <laughs> you know, and you never want to, like, it's one of those things, like, it's kind of like a pride thing. It's like, oh, my mom was right, but I don't want to tell her that, because then she'll just say, I told you so. But, but uh, it, I mean, it, it really is true. All you got to, you just got to try, and, and it takes a lot of effort to to actually try like I know that sounds ridiculous but for people with like anxiety or depression a lot of the times it's something like like just doing a sketch or cleaning your room or something like that it seems like such a like a crazy hard task but if, if you just you know take one thing a day and say I don't necessarily want to do this or think I can do this but I'm going to try it and if I fail I know not to do it that way the next time yeah you gotta crawl you know? before you can walk yeah definitely yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, it's funny. You just turned. When did you turn twenty-five? Uh, September. Oh yeah, our birthday is the same. When is your birthday? What day? Uh, the seventeenth of September. That's right. Yeah. I have like our birthday is the same month. I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty-five is definitely the age I feel like most people become an actual adult. Yeah. I I know that for me that was a big turning point. I don't know why. It's weird. I think because most people think it's twenty-one. And then you kind of you you realize, oh no, twenty one, you're not an adult. You still have no clue what's going. Twenty five, yeah. twenty five is a good age because you've had time to like experience the real world, and you you get to see other people. And I think you just mature, like you said, you matured a lot in those four years. Same with me. Uh, yeah. I've I've even matured a lot more in the last like from twenty five to thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just learning like certain men you know mannerisms and certain ways to like speak to people or ways of thinking and just becoming more mature in those areas it's it's very hard to explain it because it takes a lot of like uh self self examining mm-hmm. which is a hard thing to do because when you look at yourself again you 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 open up this window for a lot of bad negative things to come in if you allow yeah. it mm-hmm. but 
but you have to just think about it in a in a good way you think oh i'm gonna grow from this and be a better person it's it, it's helped a lot for me personally but yeah yeah it's those those five those those 10 years from 20 to 30 is is really big and it's uh it's it's fun but yeah 25 is definitely an adult age i think do you feel like an adult now i don't know if i'll ever feel like an adult <laughs> okay <laughs> like it just it, it's something that people in my high school and everything always said to me like you have like they always said i acted childish and i'm like well okay i don't act childish i'm fully capable of doing everything i'm supposed to do and i do it very well i might add um but i like to have still like a child what is it called? A childlike wonder, you know, about, mm-hmm. about the world and about like, I mean, for, for Pete's sake, like I collect unicorn stuffed animals. Like, I mean, I'm 25, but like, who cares? I'm not hurting anybody. No, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying life. So like, so what? You know? I think, I think that's something that's becoming more accepted is for people to be themselves because mm-hmm. there are, there are grown adults now going out Pokemon go hunting and exactly it, it's, I think for the longest time there was this like this view or this thought that you had to kill this inner child and mm-hmm. become an adult mm-hmm. not not oh I can have I can have these things that I like and carry them into adulthood it's kind of like video games people have said oh you're 30 and still play video games not to me but like there's that meme yeah mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. it's true people think oh video games are for children you're an adult. You have to work and be sad all the time, I guess. I don't know. Right? Like, you don't get to have any fun. <laughs> you have to pay a mortgage. Yeah. You work nine to five, and you don't get a break except for weekends. And even then, you have to clean the house. And, yeah. <laughs> I think I think this new generation, like our generation, has has changed their outlook on life. It's not – I think it, it's almost kind of reverted back to, like, the 1970s kind of hippie outlook where it's, like, just live and love life and enjoy it maybe in a different way. Obviously, you know, not just getting high all the time, but yeah, be be you and love yourself and just love – you know, if you find other people that love the same things as you, you know, do it. And yeah, I think video games is a big part of that. I think video games have had a very positive impact on society. I think they – bring joy to people. I mean, everyone I know at least plays video games in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be, you know, they play they play them handheld, they play them online, whatever it may be. It makes you happy. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. Exactly. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> well, Nina, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I've had a lot of fun. We've had Every it's it's weird. I think every podcast is going to be the same, but somehow they always come out different. I think because the person I'm talking to is different, and mm-hmm. you've been a joy as always, uh, guys. If you uh, don't follow her again, you can find her at the Musical Nina on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and on Fiverr. If you want some emotes and sub badges, but yeah. Nina, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really enjoyed our time. Uh, I hope you did too. And yes, I did. Thank you for having me. This is new territory for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and thank you for uh, just being so nice and you know and dealing with me. <laughs> so thank it's you. Not dealing with you, if we're friends. Exactly, that's true. Um, but yeah, thank you again. You have a wonderful day. Okay. Thank you too. All right. Bye. Bye.